So, Michael. Yeah. Those dumplings. Oh yeah. The Xiaolong Bao were not as soupy as you want them to be. Okay. I are, can, these store, I can are these store bought? They're not. They're pre-made. They're yeah. they're pre-made and frozen and and delivered to your door, or you can go get them from the farmers market. So they're they're not like mass produced or anything. They're they're like a restaurant grade quality. But soup dumpling wise, not so soupy. Very good flavor. Just you know, not exactly what you wanted. Still tasted more like dumpling than Jolly soup. Yeah. Wonderful introduction to episode 217, We Were Gamers. That was like two minutes of food. I love it. <laughs> I love... I don't... Shouldn't, is it okay to say I love food? Yeah. What's I think that's that? fair. I don't know. So, Can't love food? What's wrong with food? Okay. I love food. Literally everyone has to eat. I love food. I love food. <laughs> Food cool. doesn't love me all the time anymore. I don't know if you guys have. Oh, that's a separate I, I problem. Was, yeah, <laughs> uh, we were food eaters. Oh, I mean, we are food eaters, and that's we, maybe we part were of the problem. Food eaters with impunity. Yeah, I hear some people talk about like fast foods and things like that, and I think sometimes I think to myself, I can't eat that, and I, that's just when did that happen to me? Yeah, I don't know. I was uh, we we got some tofu takeout last week, and mine showed up a little spicier than I thought it was going to be. And I definitely had the moment of, you know, I could finish this, but I probably shouldn't finish this. And tomorrow, me will thank me for that. <laughs> oh man, I want to eat this entire plate of pasta, but me in four hours does not want that. <laughs> <laughs> Yep. Yeah. I think I still love things even like hot dogs and stuff. Yeah. Th- there is a place and a time for just like Junk a normal food. hot dog. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Baseball starting and it had me thinking about it. And I was thinking about on Thursday when they start the playing games, I think is the first game of making like a ballpark kind of meal. So I was looking around on the internet for ideas of like, what could I make? Obviously there's gotta be a hot dog, but like, what could I make? That's like a relatively at home, healthy version of like things you could eat at a baseball stadium. And I saw maybe the biggest food crime I've seen so far. While we started this. It's a hot dog covered in sauerkraut and avocado. Hmm. See, I don't have I don't have any problem with either of those ingredients as a hot dog topping. Uh Right. But but But. I would not put them together. Right? Yeah. 
Right? I even I like sauerkraut on a hot dog. I'll do that. I sure. love it. Uh-huh. I then also want a bunch of of mustard and maybe a little bit of ketchup, but mostly mustard. And then that's like a great hot dog right there. Yeah. But what do you the avocado is gonna ruin all the like sour flavor of the sauerkraut by being all like absorbing. Yeah. And, and and it'll ruin the sauerkraut. Will ruin the flavor of the avocado. It'll just be a fatty mess on top of the sour. You know, like yeah. I I didn't realize until seeing this how much further in my understanding of food pairing sciences I, I have become. And like you think about the things you put on a hot dog with sauerkraut. You put like JJ. You just said mustard, ketchup, sauerkraut, maybe some relish. Some all these types sure, of things. Yeah, relish. All those things have vinegar in them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that that's sourish yeah. flavor, right? That's the through line. That's the that's the flavor of that dog. If you want an avocado dog, I am not going to stop you. Throw some no tahini way. on yeah. top. Throw some tahini on top. Make it a bacon wrap. Yeah, that's. I was just going to say, if you're going to do avocado, you should do bacon on it. Yeah, absolutely. Uh huh. Yep. Because Make those are all umami. Like fatty, fatty flavors, right? Mayo probably in there, right? I mean, you could toast it with some mayo, maybe. Sure, cut it with a little bit of like pico. Mm Hmm. You could do all sorts of stuff, but you can't. This is just. Oh my god! I couldn't believe. Yeah, I just think it's going to come out bad. I just think you're just not going to like it. I couldn't believe somebody was going to put avocado and sauerkraut on a hot dog and then put it in their mouth. I mean, it's not like if you gave that to me and, like, it was, you know, some masterpiece or something that you decided, you know, like, if a friend is giving this to me and being like, here's my creation, try it, I'm not going to not eat it. And but even, also, even like, on the avocado I'm going to ask dog, them what the heck they're doing. <laughs> oh, my God. Even on the avocado dog, you could put onions. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. raw sure. onion or grilled yeah, onion. Yeah, raw onion or but, grilled onion, both good. But not sauerkraut. Yeah, just the sauerkraut's going to overpower whatever flavor you would get from the avocado, and the avocado is going to ruin the sauerkraut flavor, and you're just going to be annoyed. Yeah. Right? I don't... I, could you put... I don't... I don't get it. I don't get it. Okay. Well, I'm glad... I'm glad uh, we all... <sighs> I'm glad we all had, a, you know, same reaction there. Cabbage in general... On a hot dog, probably not, unless it was sauerkraut. I can't think of a instance, right? Like where you would have slaw on a hot dog. Is that where you're like, going? Could you do? Yes, yeah, so I was. Th- <laughs> I was actually so- thinking right now about reaching back to. Oh, speaking of last week, uh, I did uh, some ribs this past weekend, and I did elotes and baked beans and grilled squash <laughs> that was my go-to's glad we inspired you yeah no it was literally because of last week's podcast um but i was thinking back just now i was like could we pull any any cabbage sides from last week and, and make them into something you would eat either with or on a dog you could do slaw with a dog i don't know if you could do it on so there's one of my favorites from home is the uh in, in Durham, North Carolina, they have a AAA ball club, uh, the Durham Bulls. Oh, and bull, one of the things bull, that they serve... Bull Durham, for people that don't know. 
Yes. Uh, one of the things that they serve there at the park is a North Carolina barbecue dog, which is a hot dog topped in North Carolina style barbecue, which is then topped with slaw. It's yeah. I mean, it that doesn't reach out to me. Yeah. I, again, one of those, if you gave this to me, I'm definitely going to try it. I don't think that's a crime. I need to be convinced. I don't think it's a crime. I think that thought went into creating that with the flavors that I hear there. Sure. Yeah. I just don't know that it would be my reach for on a dog. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't lo- It's not rising to the level of criminal action there. No, not Certainly even close. Not. Not even yeah, close. not even close. I, I think that's just maybe not... I would try that. I would... If someone said that this is what you get when you go here, I would get it and try it. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Now, I think I'm now committed to making hot dogs on Thursday. <laughs> hot dogs are all right, man. Yeah. It'll be good. All right. Uh, yeah. Should we move into some games? We did a lot of... It's time. Get some busy time in games. I think we need to do some games. Yes? No? Do it. Okay. Halo. Yeah. So a new one dropped on you guys, huh? Yeah, it we haven't played it yet, though. Yeah, but, it, it, <laughs> I, but he he has the right phrasing there. A new one dropped on us. <laughs> it was the impetus for you to go back. It to challenge that server again and see whether we had gotten past the issues. Uh, and we did. Yeah, we did. Yeah, we kind of we mentioned we'd, we'd overcome it, but we definitely have played a few more rounds now. Halo 2 is just long, man. I, that was what I was wanted to talk about today was I have played almost all the Halo games, not the most recent one, but almost all of them. And we commented about how short Reach was. We did it in a night. I've done it twice in one night. Both times I played it, right? Yeah. Halo 2 has felt like it should be over twice now. Yeah. <laughs> there's definitely like some stuff in Reach where it's like, oh, there's this big open area. And there's probably a ton of stuff you can do there. All these fights and stuff. But you can also just drive in your warthog full speed across the map and get to the end and it'll just move on, mm-hmm. you know? Yep. Whereas yeah. in Halo 2, it's a lot of like, you're staying in this room until you fight this wave of grunts and then this wave of elites and then this wave of brutes and then another wave of brutes and a grunts after that. And then you may go through this door. Hey, don't you want to stand in this room for waterfalls of flood? Sometimes no. sometimes that don't trigger and you have to stand around or run around the room to get the checkpoint to clear. Yeah, I'd rather not, but uh, they certainly made us do that. <laughs> Yo, how do you feel about <laughs> elevators that go up and down and also elevators that go side to side? Not great. Not great. Uh, yeah, we died several times on this one super annoying elevator level. Uh, and then we died again in a level where you have to go down an elevator, do some stuff, and then go back up the same elevator. But in the meantime, enemies use the elevator to come down. Oh, and that. They throw grenades while they're coming down that, the elevator. That's right. I forgot. Gosh, a- darn it. Oh, I'm still gosh. mad about dying to that. I'm still mad about like the fact that there was an elevator behind us they were also using. 
Oh yeah, like I don't know that I even noticed because I was so annoyed by the like the little annoying squib dude comes down the elevator and I see him coming down. I'm like lining up my shot on him, and as I'm shooting him, he just chucks a grenade right at me and hits me right in the face. I just die. Yeah, I don't. Uh, I think we both got stuck at least twice. Man, what a level! Yeah, that game looks great though. It really does, man. That anniversary edition of it, or whatever HD yeah. update, whatever, it looks real good. So I think we got nine days to push through that and Halo Three, or what? Or you miss out on one achievement. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, do you actually miss out on the achievement? Because yeah, like, most so. of the achievements, you just have to do it again later, right? Uh, I think it's some sort of anniversary thing, but. Uh, Halo 3 is much shorter. Much shorter. <laughs> Time, and levels, I, I remember Halo 3 also introduces a bunch of other stuff that, like, isn't in Halo 2, so... Yeah, and if I recall correctly, there's no Flood in 3? No, there might still be Flood in 3. Is it yeah, 4 where there's no it's, Flood? It's down, I think, right? They they tone it down some. Well, you can, Yeah. Uh, do you, you... You don't care about spoilers, right? Nope, totally don't. So, like, Earth. Spo- spoilers incoming for a 15-plus-year-old game. Yeah, so <laughs> Halo 3 is Earth. Again, I think. But, like, on the f- the f- floor of Earth? I'm trying to remember. Anyway, there's a long time it takes. I think it's a lot longer. You have to, like, get to another Halo at the end of that game, and then there's Flood. Yeah. Uh I'm trying to recall. I can't two thousand seven was a long time ago. Yeah, it truly doesn't matter. There, there there's two kids and a college degree and jobs since then that have erased Halo 3's story from my memory. You know what? The lore is kinda dumb in this series anyway. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I can tell you from recent memory. I've been told by people on the internet that the lore doesn't get better. So <laughs> there's certainly a lot of questions later on about like, why, why, why would they do this? Like you want some spoilers for some stuff about the forerunners? I th- <laughs> I think the funniest thing that I, and I'm pretty, this is why I'm pretty sure it starts off in like Africa or something. Cause the commercials were uh, like you, you like land there. I can't remember, but Halo 3 was the first game I can remember that there was a tie-in comic book that actually you probably, if you cared about like knowing why things happened between 2 and 3, you should read. <laughs> I was like, how many people are going to even know that existed? I only knew it existed because it was on the, on the wall at my comic shop. I'm not definitely not going to look that yeah, up. No. Oh, okay. Well, that's what I remember about Halo three. I think it's much shorter than the other game. So we probably have a shot at it, but we got to push through two, which shouldn't be too much longer. I think there's like four more missions or something. Yeah. I know that I'm pretty sure that grave mind is in three also. So I don't think there's anything like we have to kill all these people that are in the story. We'll find out. Whatever. (laughs) All right. Oh, man. 
Well, uh, in the meantime, in the downtime, in the very few minutes we've had free, did anyone else get a chance to start our playthrough of Final Fantasy Twelve, a We Were Gamers collaborative project? Yeah, I, I already had a playthrough going, and uh, I have the game reinstalled, and I was uh, I booted it up and like fooled around in there trying to remember how the combat works. <laughs> I have a question about that in a minute. Okay, I, yeah, but um, you know the. I think the thing to know about the beginning, this is a Final Fantasy game, y'all. Yeah, well, I, we can go over the beginning as long as Michael doesn't mind spoilers. I don't think he made it into the game yet. It's... No, but I've I've also, I think I'm the only one of the three of us who has actually beaten this game. Oh, you've already beaten 12. Okay. Yeah, right. so I played 12 all the way through originally when it first came out. Bro, this is the right. longest opening to a it. game when it came out, but I did not get to the end. And yeah, the opening is very Oh my long. God. Yes. It, it goes on for a while. Oh my God. You Just that deep back. lore. You really got to get the lore. There's like, there's lore, there's a lore opening and you're like, oh, the main the character. Oh, oh no, he's dead. Then there's a huge text scroll, and then there's a like gameplay tutorial opening that's not even really fully a tutorial. It's like, here's how to attack and how to yeah, get your. By map. the way, it's a bad tutorial because like the actual fighting system of that game not explained at all there really. Yeah, yeah. So that's another question I have for later. Uh, we got to get through the actual physical opening of it first, and then. Oh, wait, no, those aren't the characters. More text scroll. More video. Okay, I get it. This guy's related to the guy that died in the other one. So that's why we watched the video about that guy, I guess. So we get some backstory here, but maybe that's backstory we could have watched during the game instead of a 40-minute intro. And then... This is part of why I didn't get into it, because I remembered that it was like... Do I have a three-hour chunk to sit down and get to a point where I can stop? Uh huh. You could do it. I think it's like two hours. It's like an, but yeah, it's like depending on how much you f- fool around in some of those like opening cutscene missions. Like if you just like run through them, or if you like try to fight them for real. Yeah. Because yeah. you could like those enemies are dead easy in that first area, and you can actually just not fight a bunch of them. Just run past. Yeah, you can just fine. press yeah. the ZR button and run run through and not but do if, anything. if you right, don't realize that this isn't the actual start of the game... Of course, you, right? You, you oh, no, yeah. And, See, yeah. I didn't know... I don't know anything about this game. I don't have any spoilers. Yep. I don't have any of that. So I ran around into the dead hallways trying to find potions, which are... And there, were, and there are some chests in that area, sure. I think. But yeah, did the chests cool. carry over? I don't think they did. I think you keep your inventory once you eventually control Vaughn or okay. yeah, Vaughn, yeah. right? Vaughn. Yeah. And then it's like, hey, you want to play as Vaughn? That's cool. Um, no, don't worry about the story. Let's go do bounties. Side missions. Don't, don't you want the main mission to be side missions? <laughs> so they're really just introducing you to the bounty system there. They are optional once you actually get going. Yeah, after That's the first... True couple yeah i think it's like a yeah i don't remember now there is there is a quest that requires you to do one in the beginning but once you get past that there are like 700 in the game or something and you definitely don't need to do them okay yeah but it's it's a good way to introduce you to the system and and you know in case it is something that you enjoy you don't miss it because it makes you do one okay yeah 
And I will say the because the fights against a lot of the regular enemies can be pretty easy. The fights against the the hunt monsters are not easy and will actually require you to like tune your characters and think about your setups and stuff. Oh, really? The hunt? You get some, you get for some of the later ones you get, and even for some of the earlier ones, you get some really good stuff. Yeah. Some of them are like rare equipment. And in some cases there's like spells and stuff you wouldn't get otherwise. It's, they can be worthwhile to do. Um, but some of them are very difficult if you don't know what's going on. Let's talk about my first impression of the game, which was uh, okay. My second impression of the game, because the first impression of the game was, why am I still watching a video? Uh, second impression of the game, boy, this game is dated, and I really didn't like the fact that they made me pick a bunch of options before I could start the game. There's like an options menu, like, hey, here's start a new game. Do you want subtitles? Do you want this? Do you want that? What language do you want it in? So I turned off subtitles and left everything else kind of the same. But they then <laughs> you can tell when you go to the next screen, this used to be framed for 4 by 3 not 16 by 9 And uh, everybody's in the center of the screen, even though it's widescreen. There's a gigantic black bar that runs across the bottom of the screen. <laughs> yeah, so that is, I think, my like biggest complaint about the game is that it had all the cutscenes are very clearly like letterboxed in that way, and it sucks super bad. But it's like, only letterboxed it- at the bottom for the subtitles that I turned off. Uh, no, that's not why. It's letterboxed because they want the like they stretched a four by three thing to sixteen by nine, right? Oh, okay. And so you got the extra space, and this is how they decided to make it up. Yeah. And they conveniently get to put the subtitles there, but... What a disaster that is for a game where they they took the entirety of the music and reorchestrated it, where they up-resed or something, some of the graphics. Not great on the up-res, by the way. A lot yeah, of those I mean, like they, restaurant they signs and stuff... Still they clearly terrible. didn't redo every texture, right? No, like, it did not. It's pretty clear. They yeah. maybe, you know, made some of the models nicer quality and stuff, but that doesn't help them if the textures are still, you know, PS2 era, which some of them maybe are, or some are maybe only a little better. I definitely looked at some and thought, okay, I can tell that they added more detail to Vaughn's, like, clothes. You can tell that that wouldn't have looked that way because you can stand next to certain items and be like, that's the original like yeah, so like quality of the textures. main characters have nicer looking models and textures than like the NPCs. And if you stand yourself next to an NPC and like, look, you can be like, Oh man, like this guy has just like, you know, less graphics than me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, second impression. Third impression. Third impression. <laughs> Dalmaskin armor is the dumbest armor I've ever seen in my whole life. <laughs> you don't like the uh, the judge full body? No, it's the uh no, those are the those are the uh, the bad guys. The the dumb the the good quote unquote yeah. Re- Vaughn's brother's armor. Rex. Rex. Yeah. Has a giant hole in the middle of it so you can get stabbed in the chest. <laughs> 
half but the dudes cool. half the dudes in that throne room that uh Bosch Bosch murdered mm-hmm. albeit the textures were terrible I think that was just skin everywhere with like bad tiny bits of armor covering it I don't understand I don't understand that character design at all He's wearing like a loose fitting vest and Vaughn has the, the same like kind of like I'm showing off my abs look as well pretty strange uh what okay so for the pc where if you overlay the overlay map where does it overlay for you right in the middle i don't remember probably because there's the there's the separate menu map this is impression right, there's, a, four. there's an upper right corner one yeah that's whatever, the mini and there is the full screen middle of the screen one okay in a modern game if you wanted to get rid of the mini map for a overlay map, what would happen is the mini map would kind of disappear and the overlay map would take over most of the right side of the screen to kind of create more room and vision. This one puts it right on top of your character so you can't see half of it. <laughs> that seems, from what I recall, that seems familiar. Like I don't think that that's a system that they updated from the original. Right. <laughs> Right, which is like to me, I'm like, could we have updated that? Maybe you know, like the the quality of like, life no, stuff, dude. Th- this is a you know a game from the PS2. They're not yeah. here to like remake the game. This I is know, not Final yeah. Fantasy it's 12 a, remake. It's not a remake. You're right. <laughs> it's not a remaster either. Yeah, it is just the Zodiac Age version they put out on the PS4. Okay. My last impression is. Uh, I played this on the TV, and I don't know why I haven't been using a pro controller this whole time. My hands hurt way less. Yeah, I I don't play the Switch without a pro controller. Um, I was playing this on my PC and using a controller also. I don't know. This just feels like one of those, hey, this was designed for a controller. Time to play yeah, with a play controller. Yeah, definitely play it with one. Oh, of course, but, yeah. But I have but it I on the Switch. So. This, is this the first game that you've actually set about to play on the tv yeah you normally play handheld i always i almost always play my switch handheld i have played the switch docked one time to do a mario party night back when you could have people in your home yeah. mm-hmm. uh and that was the only time we played it docked that's the only time i've ever played it docked and then uh yeah this is the first time i set down i put the game cartridges i docked it and then turned it on with this pro controller so it's an interesting experience. You mean you played it like it was a video game console instead of a glorified handheld? Hey, man, <laughs> guy. Video game consoles can be handheld as a... I... Hmm. You should know better. <laughs> as a, a diehard fan of the PSP. I guess, right? Andy really is holding on to his Vita means life. No. <laughs> you played Game Boy. Come on. Don't pretend you're cooler than me. Yeah, I had a Vita. I played a bunch of stuff on it. Uh huh. Um, but I've played the Switch almost exclusively on the TV, and I'm happier for it. In my <laughs> opinion. Let's talk about this battle system. Uh huh. There's a toggle. I haven't been brave enough to try it out because I wanted to ask you guys about what it means first. Which one? I don't know. There's the a lot one of that options. says battle under battle system it says uh combat type 
wait or active. Oh yeah, that's oh a, yeah, that's an old school Final Fantasy thing. So they've been doing that since Final Fantasy two, three. I don't remember uh, it being in any of the Final Fantasies that I remember well. The ATB has been in every Final Fantasy since forever. The yeah. active time battle. Yeah, and so wait. What is yours set on right now? Is it set on wait by I default? Think it was sent set to wait by default. So the only difference there is that wait means that when it comes time for you to pick your character's actions, the enemy and I guess in this case your allies will not continue performing their scheduled actions until you select something. Well, that's not the way this battle system works, though. Uh, yes, it is, though. But not in it's selected into wait, and it the enemies definitely didn't stop, and I didn't have to do anything. Yes, but did you? Okay, so. Here's I the thing. Auto did you, yeah. So did you stop at, you know, sit there on wait, the enemy is going to do their action and then they will, they should not be doing another one after that. Oh no, right. they definitely they can. Huh. Stuff. I mean, they can be attacking you, right? Because attacks aren't an action. What? You don't have to select like sword hit. You just stand next to him and you hit him with the sword. Right. Yes. But what so is, if they're attacking you, then that's not an action, right? If they're casting spells at you, uh-huh. that is. And so they would have to wait until you've selected your spell before they could continue So if I just never theirs. cast a spell, we stand there attacking each other forever. And that's the wait system? No, that's just the battle system in this game. The wait part is that they are, their spell has to wait for you to select your spells. But there's no selecting of spells. You just put the menu, you hit the menu button and it pauses everything. And then. And then you pick what magic you want to cast. Yeah. And that is the part where it's waiting. So basically, does the menu stop the game? Yes. Yes. That's a way better description. The menu stops the game under wait. Yeah. There you go. So yeah, under. Under. Oh, why did I blink? What the other one is? Yeah, if you're well, not on under wait, active, it'll, under active, it'll uh, it'll just keep going underneath you when you pull up the menu. Well, that wasn't Which the same is... in FF8. There was no way to have things keep going during FF8. I mean, yes, there was. Right, there's a wait and there's an active. If you had it set to active while you are have your menu open and are selecting commands, the enemy's turns are still going. I guess I your never bars set any with, of these games little, to active, and I just you, never knew this. If that you're, is an option, yeah. If you have ATB gauges, right, like as it's filling up in the older games, like 7 and 8, as it's filling up, if it's on wait and you open the menu, all the bars stop, you select your command, and they continue going. If it's on active, the bars keep filling up while the menu is open. Why would you do active? It just makes sense. Because it's faster. it's a faster pace of combat. The game isn't hard, and so you could just get it done with quicker. Ten didn't have this because it was turn based, right? Or it had the like Correct. order order system or whatever. Yeah, ten to, ten is not active time battle, so yeah, there's no pause or wait or active. It's just turns. Hmm. But I think it was the first one that didn't. Mm. Correct. Yeah, or the first in a long time, definitely. Yeah, in, first in a long time, if not the first one. 
the re- I thought you were going to ask a more interesting question about like how often are and to what level are you using the speed up? Because the backhanded compliment, a more interesting question. <laughs> well, uh, that's I like didn't, a I didn't even know how to get the speed thing. up to work yet. It's a button on the controller. It's one of the shoulders or something. But I think because it wasn't in the game, it was it in the game. I don't know if it was in the game. Uh, no, it's a Zodiac Age implementation. So there might yes. not have been a tutorial about it. That you'll know the... as soon as you touch it and everything moves faster <laughs> if you did it or not. That has been the case in a lot of the the mods that they've done to add stuff like speed up and the invincibility modes mm-hmm. uh, is they don't necessarily do a tutorial for them. I noticed that uh, in 9, the PC port of 9 has all those things hotkeyed to buttons, but there's no introduction that says, this is the button you want to push for this. You can mm-hmm. look it up, but... Oh, L1. Yeah, there you go. So uh, I will recommend at some point, you just hold that down all the time. <laughs> according to I this, I- according to this, that that turbo mode and the type of battles make FF12 uh, Zodiac Age, specifically the fastest battle system in Final Fantasy. I could believe that. The turbo is... Yeah, you, it's configurable, so I think you can set it to 2x or 4x, and or maybe even more than that. Uh, I haven't been brave enough to set it above 4, but when you hold it down on 4, you zoom, man. It is good. <laughs> <laughs> you bored walking around that town? No more. <laughs> the player has the choice. Of, oh, uh, so 12 is the only game also where there's no random battles, I guess. Yes, so it doesn't jump you into and out of battles. Everything you can sort of... All the enemies you can see on screen. Yeah. And it's meant to be just like a seamless... Yeah, you just walk up and you start chopping at them. Well, I knew knew that part, but I didn't know like later in the game if wandering around you could have things pop up and create random battles. But it it makes sense that there wouldn't be given the way that it's worked so far. Which is fine. I'm okay with that. Yeah. It makes it clear when you're about to fight a boss because you get to a door and there's a save crystal right there. <laughs> yep. And you'd be like, oh, I should save. <laughs> you go through that door and then it's like battle new area and then cut you hear scene. the battle music cutscene, <laughs> and you're like, uh-oh. <laughs> oh, man. Um, I had a question and I've forgotten it. Dang it. Jobs? That was it. Jobs. Thank you. Thank you for the that other very thing much. That is complicated yeah, the in other, this game. The other big thing that they changed. Well, this was probably the biggest thing they changed. Right. Is it, though? I can't tell if yes. it's just another job system. It's a job system by a different view. So here's the thing, right? The jobs in this game didn't exist in original FF12. There yes. were no jobs. There were no jobs in original FF12? Each character just had a board, and you used it. And you could, so each character had a board, but sort of like the boards in 10, you could spec them towards the sphere grid. You could spec them towards particular things. But But in the end, if you put enough time into it, you could open up the entire board. Correct. Yeah, you could, but if you did that in 10, you'd be there for the rest of your life. Sure, but 12, 12 boards were not nearly as bad as the sphere grid in 10. And the, yeah, much smaller. And the, uh, it was, it's like once you, uh, you get very overpowered very quickly and you can grind out levels like no one's business. Although yeah. there's, I remember a uh, friend of the pod, Ryan, 
had FF12 and found a way to basically automate his characters running around the map and killing mm-hmm. things. And so oh, you I just, did that. You just leave it on for like eight hours, let it auto kill things on, on big open maps, and then come back and yeah, his characters filled out, I guess, their whole job tree. Yeah. yeah. There's one there's one particular spot in the game I remember where you can set it up where you basically just your main character is running into a corner and you just leave your controller set so he keeps running and your other characters are attacking a constantly respawning set of enemies. Mm-hmm. So what you're saying is they've changed this so that you can't do that anymore. No, no. that you can still do. It, the the difference is the board that each character has or had in the old version now is determined based on what job you give them. And so it's actually like way more customizable because any character can take any job. Okay, more like a uh, old, uh, Bravely Default style system. Yes, except that you really can't switch jobs very easily. Oh, okay. Yeah, and, and default, you can just keep switching around. doesn't really matter no. what you're doing. Once you pick a job, you're kind of stuck with it on that character. Okay. Yeah, so maybe maybe do a little research. It, I Oops. will tell you... It, it's, <laughs> Oops. No, no, it doesn't matter. No. Uh, it, it is certainly, you can do just fine with almost... With probably any job on any character because they let you make that choice. You know, if you want... You know, you're just going to be locked out of certain things, right? If you want to be like a big sword dude on Vaughn and you picked time mage, I have bad news for you. Right. <laughs> yeah. Um, but like you can get by perfectly fine as a time mage, like you'll be hitting them with swords and casting magic and doing just fine. It's not going to be a problem. Yeah. The, the one thing that, and yeah, that's, that's absolutely true. The one thing where do your research might come into play is that you can add later on, you can add a second job. And there is more or less overlap between some of the jobs. Yeah. So, so later in the game, abilities out, you will get the option to give every character a second job. Uh, you can't, obviously can't pick the same one twice. But yeah, like if you pick knight, um, I think knight is one, right? Yeah, it's yeah. a bunch of swords and armor stuff. Maybe don't pick one of the other heavy armor classes for the knight person, right? They probably got that covered. And there's no benefit for doubling up. You'll get on that board and notice you have a bunch of nodes already filled in. Yes. Oh, interesting. Okay. But then also, right, picking the pure mage class to go along with your knight, your knight is going to have really garbage stats for magic. So, you know, you want some synergies there, but maybe not, you know, don't try to do everything on one character as well. Well, I picked Bushi for... Vaughn. Cool. Okay. That's sounded yeah. interesting when I read what the jobs the katana, were. That's the katanas. Yeah. Yeah. There's definitely, I, I, I'm pretty sure every job is viable. There's some jobs that are annoying because you don't get good equipment for them very often, but they're still good. Yeah. Yeah. In the, in the end game, especially they all kind of pull their own weight. Yeah, definitely. Especially because like some of them just have access to stuff that some of the other classes don't. Like Knight, for instance, I know because I I picked Knight for my Vaughn. Uh, has like you can't hit flying enemies. <laughs> like at some point, it's just like oh that bat up there. I just like can't can't hit it. It's really annoying. What do you do? 
uh, you have other people as other jobs. Can you yeah. switch to those other people in your party as control like you can in FF7 Remake yes. or something like that? Yes, and you can yep. switch your party members on the fly during battle. Which I've is seen great. that menu, yeah. So, you know, you're like, oh, I don't have my archer person in right now. Oops. Let's pause. Fix that. <laughs> there we go. Now I'm controlling them, and I can start shooting at the bat or whatever. Cool. Yeah, so it's a, there's a lot of customization and a lot of options available. And yeah, you, you can control whoever you want. There's no... I can't think if there's any time where you're like forced to control certain characters. There, there are probably times where like they take characters out of your party or whatever, but like you know, it's not a not permanent situation. I'm excited to keep going. I, I, I make fun of the opening, but it's, it's nice to be back in a Final Fantasy game, so... I, I think you will enjoy this one. It's it's a good one. Yeah, I I feel you know especially if you have not played any kind of like grindy semi mindless games before. This game has that quality, especially once you get the gambit set up in a certain way. You can kind of just go forever. <laughs> cool. Yep. Well, uh, I did mention I haven't set up my switch to play games because we're all stuck at home. Stuck at home watching other people at home tell us about the things we would have done if we weren't at home? So, I don't know. Uh, you know, we we all, I think, were planning to go to Comic-Con this year. Uh, I had a week ticket. of Comic-Con. Yes, we did. Oh, I mean, you know, you have one for next year now. Um, but, yeah, the Comic-Cons, uh, Comic-Con at Home program is starting this week as of when this podcast is coming out. They're putting their pod or their panels on YouTube this year. My understanding is there's going to be a lot of them, and they're just free. I think you can just watch them on their YouTube. And so, maybe ad supported or something like that. Uh, of course, right? It's YouTube. You can watch ads. You know, they run ads on them or whatever. I'm sure. And most of them are marketing anyway, so it's kind of like. <laughs> <laughs> yep. I'm not clear. Uh, so I guess all the panels are pre-recorded. Is the issue here, right? So there's not going to be like live Q and A or whatever. Eh, Although I, I, no I am told. Loss. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I agree with you there. <laughs> I was told some of the panels did solicit info from fans for a QA type thing. Okay. okay. that That's uh, better. Yeah, smart. Uh, so I, I went through the list uh, and took notes of ones that sounded interesting to me. I'm going to run some of them by you guys here. Uh, and hey, there's no lines this year. They're just on YouTube. You can just watch all of them. There's For the first time, right, you want to go see that panel about uh, for instance, Star Trek Universe, which has all of the Star Trek shows. Uh, they're covering Discovery, Lower Decks, and Picard. I don't have to get into Hall H to do that. Nope. You can just watch it on YouTube. Nice. Uh, that sounds pretty cool. There's that a panel. To me. There's a panel for Marvel 1616, which is a new Disney Plus show coming up. Okay, that's based on a comic. Yep. Yep. Uh, there's uh, The cast of that is involved. Uh, Michael, there's a panel for His Dark Materials on HBO. Awesome. Uh, another one that uh, tickled my interest was uh, Bill and Ted Face the Music Have a Panel. Keanu Reeves is slated to be on it. It's not the only. Reeves? Yeah. All right. Cool. I think I didn't see if the uh, if Ted is on it also. Oh wait, Bill. Bro, did you I really? Didn't check. I didn't <laughs> check. I just got I just got them wrong. Sorry. More importantly, though, there's a 15th anniversary reunion of the Constantine movie. 
which Keanu Reeves is also going to be on. Beautiful. Wow. <laughs> that movie was awesome in a terrible way. It yeah. was so bad. I have a I like that movie even though it's bad. It's terrible. <laughs> yeah. It's not uh, great. No. But I'm going to watch that because that's ridiculous. Uh I think I think uh both Bill and Ted are on that panel. I saw Keanu Reeves and was like, "All right, I'm just going to watch this whatever it is." Yeah, Alex Winters on that panel. So, okay, sweet, good, good. good. Uh, and the usual, you know, um, popular genre TV shows, Walking Dead's, and uh, your DC Universe type movies and panels and stuff are on there. Cool. Um, yeah, man. Uh, I think the some of the MST3K guys are getting together and doing a Q and A panel. I think Brandon Sanderson, the author, has a panel just about yeah, books. Yeah, I, I saw that in, in scrolling quickly through the list. It's uh, literally I, just like about his new books, which is <laughs> okay. Nathan Fillion has his own panel, I think. And Nathan Fillion's his own panel then also stars, guest stars every person that's been on shows with him. So. <laughs> sure, yeah. uh, Charlize Theron has one. Oh, really? On, yeah. uh, on her playing... Uh, action heroes for the last two decades. <laughs> Good for her. Yes, it, it's some cool stuff, man. I think I'm I'm excited to actually see panels at a at what would be a quote unquote Comic Con for the first time in a pretty long time. They lose their appeal somewhat, don't they? After Comic Con's over and you're kind of burnt out from a week of Comic Con, going online to watch the ones that you didn't see because, like, I'm burnt out. All the news from the Star Trek panel has already hit my Twitter. Mm. What would I, you know what I mean? What would I do? Watch it again, even though I don't need to see the Q&A. Yeah. So. I, I am just shocked that more of the panels don't get recorded. Like, currently, you know? This is like the first year where I think almost every panel has been recorded. Oh. Yeah. Cool. It's like definitely the Hall H ones get recorded, right? But there's like a billion panels at Comic-Con and definitely not all of them are recorded. I think more and more of them have been, but I I don't I can't say for sure that they all have been. I mean, that's just such a gigantic media management lift. You'd have to oh, have yeah. Oh, you know, I mean, like you know, there's 50 but editors. Like think of how many of those tiny little conference rooms there are. No, you don't edit them. You just record it and put it up raw, dude. That's not for that kind of a thing, yeah, yeah. You're, well, I mean, you, it would just be, it would be you like, just get that two-hour feed. Okay, I understand what you're saying, but you still have so much raw footage that would need to. You wouldn't edit it, right? You wouldn't sit there and edit it, but you'd still need to put tags oh, on yeah, both yeah, ends yeah, of it. Yeah, of you'd course, still need of to course, compress yeah. it, and uh, you know the yeah, amount yeah. of work needs some kind of professional that may not be a editor, but a media yeah. manager or something like that that can do that kind of work. Uh, and or you know, per panel, several, possibly. Well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. You'd need like 50 people because there's 200 panels. If during actual Comic Con, there's panels all day, every day, in every room. Right. So I don't know that there are that many uh, as like a normal Comic Con, but man, you scroll down some of those lists, and there are a lot of panels listed there, and every single one has a YouTube link, and the video is like, you know, this video is not live yet or whatever. Um. So. You know, it, they're certainly trying to do it, and I think it's cool. You know, like, the ones that it's like, how do I get into the comics industry? There's a video there now. Yeah. Cool. I yeah. see Kirkman's, I'm excited. I think, Kirkman's, yeah, Kirkman's still doing, doing his Q&A Q &A somehow. 
It's one of my favorite events yeah. at con. Yeah, the Adult Swim stuff is still happening. The I think Archer has a panel. They do. So um, it's something I wouldn't go see at normal Comic Con. You know, right? Yeah. I think the Magic the Gathering guy is going to be there talking about stuff by himself. <laughs> cool. So, it's it's cool. I'm, you know, for like the, again, like I'm saying, this is like the first time in a long time where like the programming is actually interesting to me. Yeah. It's just because we have nothing better to do. Don't be illusion, man. <laughs> <laughs> let, let me be happy. You know, I am happy. I'm happy for you. I think you're going to like that Marvel 616 uh, panel. Well, we'll we'll find out when it comes out on Disney Plus and whenever. I don't know. Someday. Okay. Cool. You know, a lot of companies are trying to do stuff at Stay From Home, you know, kind of like videos or whatever. And maybe the reaction to some of them hasn't been as good as your reaction to this one. Michael? Uh, I think it kind of depends on if you're a fan of Shin Megami Tensei or not. (laughs) Were you guys... uh, I don't want to say disappointed, because I think that um, we were gamers and therefore don't have the fanboy reaction uh, to a lot of stuff like this happening, where maybe people touted something that wasn't coming. When they didn't know better? I don't know. Fill us in here. So I, I think that... So what we're referring to is that Nintendo this morning had a mini direct. And I think when I first heard that this was coming, I just heard that there was going to be some flavor of a direct coming from Nintendo. And of course, when in, whenever a Nintendo direct is coming, the rumor mill starts churning. And I think a lot of people had hopes that this would be a full-blown direct, like a a replacement for Nintendo's E3, and that there were going to be a bunch of big announcements, um, something, you know, Breath of the Wild 2, this rumored Super Mario 35th anniversary collection. And then as it got closer to the date, Nintendo came out and said, well, it's just going to be a partner's direct. And I think in some cases, people didn't exactly temper their expectations to that. And so when it wound up being eight uh, minutes long, right? So a, it was eight minutes long. B, it didn't even have all of the things that the Japanese version of the same mini direct had really. And then C, yeah. So there were a couple of games that were shown in the Japanese version that they just didn't put into the English one. And C, uh, what I found out after the fact is that they intend to do a series of these mini directs over the the course of the summer and fall here. So I think that that wasn't well enough communicated so that people would know, oh, they're just going to do little drops here and there, just sort of breadcrumbing. Because people, like, there have been other, like, E3-level type events at this point, right? Yes. Microsoft and PlayStation have shown off a ton of stuff. Ubisoft just showed off everything. Ubisoft didn't go that well, though. Let's be fair. From a a get-your-free-game perspective. (laughs) <laughs> Ubisoft's thing didn't go well anyway. Just like it was like, hey, here's the stuff you already knew that was coming out because it all leaked beforehand. Or it was in, yeah, or it was in Microsoft's, or it was in Play- Sony's, or it was in, you know, That's it was like E3 in a normal year. They came, yeah, they came with an unloaded anyway, shotgun. Right? You know what I mean? 
It's like, oh, Ubisoft shows their trailer for Assassin's Creed at one of the big ones. And then when you go watch the Ubisoft event, they have like 20 minutes of actually playing Assassin's Creed. So right. this, isn't, this isn't different in that respect. But it is like a, you know, when the big reveals out of that thing leaked ahead of time, no one is like, oh, cool, Far Cry 6. Yeah, I saw the tra- I saw the like two minute trailer for that like two days ago. Good. Don't need to watch this. It is interesting that Nintendo hasn't tried to fire up a huge video to kind of combat the other companies videos or, or like I what know. were they going to do during E3 this year? Assuming it had gone on normally. Right. They don't go to E3. where is that information? They, but they have a big direct every year. Yeah, they were just going to do their big direct again, probably. So it's still possible that that is coming at some point. Like, I don't uh, think it is based on no. what you're saying. They're not going to have a thing now. They're just going to like do a 10 minute direct. And one of the 10 minute directs, they're going to talk about some new game that comes out in the fall. I think that's all you're going to get. Like based on the way they're doing this, right? Like, I don't know. The, the problem is with Nintendo, you never know because they, they do a, a much better job than anybody else of keeping a lid on things. And they are very tight lipped about anything until it's, you know, coming right up on the day. Yeah. Yeah. I just like, I've been hurt too many times now, you know, this is like, I don't, I don't trust you, Nintendo. I'm never going to get hyped for any direct until they say we're announcing a new game at this direct. (laughs) It's like, there's no point because it's going to be like, Oh, they're, we're announcing some new game. Shin Megami Tensei three remaster and five also, but no footage really. Yeah. I mean like those are games people like, you know, I'm sure there's a lot of fans of that series. Absolutely. Great. Good for them. This isn't what I wanted, you know? I want that Mario Anniversary Collection. I want, you know, Breath of the Wild 2. I want to hear about the cool Nintendo stuff, not this. Sure, and I think that's the difference between saying we're going to do a series of partner directs versus we're doing a Nintendo direct. Hmm. Hmm. Well, if you have an opinion what you'd like to see Nintendo do, or you think you know how they could kind of stand out without pissing people off like they seem to have this time around? Where would you send it? Nintendo at Nintendo.com? I was going to say, show us Metroid Prime 4, you cowards, at (laughs) (laughs) WeWereGamers.com. I don't think you're going to see Metroid Prime 4 until 2021 end of year at this point. they, They had to totally restart development, right? Well, and totally restarting development and then this sure, modern yeah. era that we're in, they're not working on that game, really. I mean, they're probably working on it, but the problem is they lost, you know, months of time in the meantime there. So. And and every day goes by that they're working on it is, you know, three or four days of, of previous, you know what I mean? Like, there takes two or three days to do what they're doing, I would assume, because if they're all working from home, which they may or may not be, uh, internet speeds and uploads and stuff like that are not conducive to doing things quickly there's ways around that stuff but yeah it is a it's certainly not you know even if you're only one and a half as fast as you used to be right that's still a significant slowdown when you're talking hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of man hours right yeah yeah that's you you're getting to the point that i was making thank you yeah so it's a it's certainly an issue but you know you can send all of that to podcast at weweregamers.com nice uh, YouTube is a place that you can go. Click the subscribe button there. Check it out because everything's organized and you can see all the little sub pods there very, very easily. 
So you don't have to yeah, chase them. Got to find We Were Gamers on YouTube. It'll be good. I'm sorry. It's tough to do. I don't know what to do to make it more visible. I'll do it. You go to our website, click the link there. It'll take you straight to the page. We were gamers.com, man. It works. <laughs> <laughs>